Very quickly, before we start this podcast, we just want to ask a massive favor from our audience. If you can please leave a review wherever you're listening to us, whether on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and it'd be a really big help in helping us grow our audience. Thank you very much. Welcome back to another episode of How Do You Survive Your Twenties. My name is Jonah. I'm Joe. And, and today, today we are joined, joined by, by two, two special, special guests. guests. Yay! A return guest and a new one. And then we're not going to introduce their names. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. If you're a fan, you'll know one of them. You just have to guess. So if you get it wrong, you've got to stop listening. You're no longer allowed. If you're a real fan. <laughs> yes, okay. we have the return of Stella. Hello. Woo. Yay! And a new guest, Rebecca. Hi. <laughs> I never know where to take the next step after you've done that. Rebecca, where are you from? I'm from Northern Ireland. And I think you're the first person from Northern Ireland on our show. Mm. Wow. We've had a few Americans, one Brazilian. Of course. And two Australians. Two Australians, one person from China, Ooh. one Mexican. You forgot she was Mexican and said she was American. <laughs> I know. Well, she's from the continent of America. That's true. Come there you go. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good, good. Geography, yeah. Joe. Well, you could call me American then because I'm also yeah. from the continent of America. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, let's get into that, shall yeah. we? <laughs> Becca, because you're new, we have mm-hmm. some quick fire questions for okay. you. Are you ready? I'm ready for this. Android or iPhone? iPhone, Smart, definitely. okay. Yeah. Good, girl. Good girl. Did I pass that one? You did, yeah, yeah. I'd be disappointed mm. in you if you, yeah. Who, who, have we had any androids? No. Yeah, we've had like one or two androids, but we don't oh. talk about we them. Not <laughs> they, they don't come back around. <laughs> uh, would you rather eat in or take out? Oh, I feel like it completely depends on my mood at the time, but probably eat out a little bit more mm. than eat in. Where would you go if you could choose? Any favorite restaurants? Um, so <laughs> I do love Boujum. This is a Northern Irish Mexican Boujum. restaurant. <laughs> I'm sad that I, I can't go to it here, but yeah, if is I could choose, I feel like that's probably my favorite. It's just like a one-off thing. It's, There's like three of them, but they're all in Belfast. They're all in Belfast. Yeah. There's as one as in as Dublin as well. Oh, is there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like an Irish that. Mexican restaurant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite niche. <laughs> it's very Irish. niche. Irish Mexico restaurant. Interesting. But yeah, it's like a burrito. Potatoes place. and burritos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just give you a pint of Guinness. Potato, yeah. <laughs> you dip the burrito in the Guinness. No salsa. Just Buenos dias, my good friend. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That was my best like Spanish Northern Irish. Yeah. So. I thought it was alright, to yeah. be honest. Good intonation though. In a very niche accent, but yeah. Yo soy. Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one is worst job you've ever had. Oh, worst job. Um, I worked in this office once when I lived up north in England. Um, <laughs> and was that the worst thing? It was in north in England. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. It was just. Um, yeah, so it was basically like we were the um, supplier for woodwork machinery and. I was Ooh. in this office full of men that and I didn't know. I knew nothing about like woodwork machinery. I felt so out of place. So. And yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was horrible. It was really boring as well. I was kind of just like doing really repetitive stuff. So I'm, I'm, I found out that I'm not really like an admin person. I'm not an office person. Um, so yeah, not, not a fun time. Fair enough. Didn't last too long though, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this actually fits really well, the next question. What's your favourite karaoke song? 
karaoke song. I we love we karaoke. had a karaoke party last week, and yes, that's why I'm is. saying that. For my birthday, and it was fabulous. Well, I thought it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone else enjoyed it, but I did. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my voice after like the second song. <laughs> it wasn't awful, but I was just like, I am out. <laughs> yeah, too much singing. Mm. Um, go to, I always go to, I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. And I did feel you really, like you didn't sing it though. I last did, week. but no, did? nobody paid attention. <laughs> oh wow! Again, I had a good time. Oh, but... <laughs> you guys. I don't remember at all. No. Well, I've got videos of it, so. And I don't want to miss a thing. You guys, you're missing it. <laughs> I should have sang all by myself. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You paid so much attention to the birthday girl. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Come on. Well, good to good to know you noticed. Jonah. <laughs> no, it's fine. People were sort of chatting and said, me and Shannon did it. So okay. that's a go-to. And then you've got to have like a bit of Celine Dion in there. Um, like it's all coming back to me now. Our friend Mackenzie killed she Celine Dion. She did so amazing she on that one. So the, the song. The song. <laughs> <laughs> she murdered Celine Dion. Murderer. <laughs> Here's the story of Netflix. <laughs> Frank News. Celine Dion is dead. This suddenly became a true crime podcast. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Oh gosh, could you imagine? It's like in, um, in the US was flying back. There was like a um, a magazine, and it was like Betty White turns a hundred like the day after oh. she just died, and we we're just like, oh, who oh, let that print? The cringe, <laughs> oh. the cringe. Sorry, anyway. Shame. Final question is, what is it, John? <laughs> An embarrassing moment in your twenties. An embarrassing moment in my twenties. Get professional, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> in my head, I was like. Now, do I need to write them down? No, I know them. <laughs> um, Three years on, are you still going over our own questions? I feel like I just, I always find it really cool. hard. Yes, I'm just too cool. I don't have any embarrassing moments. I'm so cool. Um, I never have like a go-to one. I always find it really hard to think of like a really big embarrassing moment, like most embarrassing moments. But I just feel like, my life. My life. <laughs> just one <laughs> big embarrassment. <laughs> All like in black. Every day. <laughs> every day. No, I don't know. Just like multiple frequent awkward moments. All over the place. Well, maybe a good thing to ask you because you're actually the oldest guest we've had on the show. <laughs> not, not, no, not the oldest guest we've had on the show. Who? Uh, we've had like Adrian's older than thirty-one, and some oh, of the guests. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, at least okay. Aww. Another, I guess, an I'm interesting point then. of view. Oh, were you? All oh, right, so yeah, you're the ancient Something one. Something special. I want to be special somewhere. <laughs> at least the oldest one in the room. You ju- you turned mm. thirty last week. I did. So, yeah. what is maybe one thing you've learnt from your twenties? Now you've oh, just graduated. One thing I've learnt from my twenties. Um. Oh, lots of lessons. I think. I think just like be yourself like don't worry so much about what people are thinking of you know the way like when you're a teenager and mm. it's just such a thing like you just want to impress people whatever I don't know if that ever really leaves you but I do feel like as you get older and older throughout your 20s and then I'm not 30 now it just feels really weird but um you start to realize that there's no point in that so I guess yeah. that's yeah something I've kind of learned that's nice. nice yeah 
Can't wait for anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone who, yeah, someone who just left the twenty, someone who's gonna be in the twenty soon. Yeah. yeah. Maybe write that one down because it's seriously <laughs> wait until my thirties to stop caring about what people think. <laughs> yeah. Wait until my thirties. Hold on oh. to the anxiety because I have to listen. I need mean, to learn. <laughs> A whole decade ahead. Of <laughs> just know it only gets worse from here. Yeah. If it makes you feel. Don't discourage <laughs> me, Jonah. Better off my days. If it makes you feel any better, so so we announced yesterday on on uh, Instagram that Stella is our new social media manager. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> she just got fired for that. <laughs> Ouch. Um, but like when I announced, like I posted it and stuff, I just felt like such a boomer. Because I was like, I've just hired like an 18-year-old to like take care of those social media. I was just like, wow, I, okay, I've got to that point in my life. Saying that, but because we, but Stella was in our picture, it did really well because a lot of like your friends You're welcome. did it. And people yeah. commented, and I was like, good, good call, Stella, Stella's working. You're welcome. I got all the, the, the Gen Zs coming yeah. to your yeah. podcast. In, the, in this little video here as well, recording, you guys look like co-hosts as well. It's quite mm. nice. Like, yeah. I wish I could say the same to you too. Oh. <laughs> we get cut. <laughs> I don't want anymore. Jonah, what are we talking about today? So today's topic, we are looking about how to make yourself rather than find yourself. Yeah. So I, I heard this, uh, this quote, because obviously there's this, you know, the a lot of people say in your 20s 30s whatever you need to find yourself and i've never understood that and i question it a lot and then i heard this expression like rather than finding yourself make yourself and so i thought it'd be good to discuss that and see how we felt so when in a job interview and people asked ask you like tell me about yourself what do you yeah what do you guys I say i knew that. you'd all react like that <laughs> it's the worst question I've, well, I mean, this is maybe not the sense of the question, but in job interviews, I've been told, say what you've done rather than about yourself, specifically. Mm. Because if you say, I'm a hard worker. Avoid the existential crisis. Yeah. <laughs> it's just making me, like, everybody would say that, but sell what your achievements rather than let your actions speak for yourself as opposed to describe yourself. Yeah. That's a great piece of advice. I think we can finish there. <laughs> Thank you for being here today. <laughs> But I wouldn't even know where to be, and, and then actually describing myself. I wouldn't so you know. avoid that question because well, no, I mean, I'd answer it that way. I just said no. It, but I'm saying like, avoid, oh, avoid my... like mm. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I avoid myself. <laughs> <laughs> I avoid yourself. I hide all mirrors. <laughs> I don't even acknowledge. Do I even her. exist? Like, <laughs> <laughs> tilt the camera, so you're not even in it. Um, no, like, so you avoid that question in the sense that you direct it to what you've achieved, but in, in, in terms of answering that question in a job interview, you mm -hmm. avoid it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Well, I just wouldn't know where to start. Okay, well, today. Such a complex character. Today's a complex character. You turn all dark, you like put on like eyeshadow. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no one understands me. <laughs> uh, I feel that's a hard question for people like me that are starting out. Like, for example, I got my first job as a waitress and then they're like oh tell me about yourself yeah and i've never worked as a, as a waitress before i haven't done anything and how are you going to tell your achievement as a waitress oh i got the most tips that day in that <laughs> certain restaurant so it's a hard question because you actually have to tell about yourself yeah and you're mm -hmm. like what do i tell an employer yeah. I, I completely you know, disagree yeah. with you though i feel like you've achieved so much and you've done so much and you've got so far in your life already at 18 like yeah. I think you're an incredibly impressive. I think you'd be perfect to answer this question. Oh my gosh, if I was in your you. shoes, I'd be like, yes, yeah, sit down and listen. Well, I, I wish I could have I your confidence in me. 
I am listening. It's called an interview. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's the purpose of you being here. That's your purpose in life. Nobody's no, but if you think about it, I mean, you've moved to another country. You've completely fluent in another language that you weren't growing up on. Like, you didn't speak it at home. Like, yeah. that, for an 18-year-old mm. to just achieve that on your own is incredible. Thank you. <laughs> I wish I could have that confidence in myself. <laughs> Let's just switch lives really quickly. Yes, please. But it's hard. Usually I just talk a little bit about my personality. I try to put on a mask and be like, oh my gosh, mm. I'm such, so super bubbly. And I'm a hard worker. I love working in teams. And you just say what the employer <laughs> wants you to know, you know? Like, I think that's a hard question. You just... Yeah. upsell mm-hmm. uh, an image yeah. of yourself like th- that the employer wants to see well you know? yeah obviously you're gonna be like well you know like <laughs> i have an existential crisis i hate day. bread <laughs> i hate bread i can't digest milk no. <laughs> I'm I, I have a bit of a stomachache right now to be honest. Like, my, my palms are sweaty like i, I like my mom's spaghetti anxiety. like <laughs> These are a little weird. <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> I have chronic anxiety. Did you guys know we were quoting Eminem? Did yeah, you I don't that? think you got I that. Did. Okay, yeah. you did. Oh, okay. I did. I 100 got that. It's just a bad joke. move on. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm slightly Eminem assessed. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How would you describe yourself, Becca? Oh. Well, I don't want to have to answer the question. <laughs> Tell them about yourself. Like, I hate that question. This is actually going to drop an interview right now. But so, yeah, it so is why, horrible. So why answer. do you hate the question? Well, because, because it's like yeah, go on. nobody likes to, to, I don't know, it always feels weird like trying to say good things about yourself because mm. it feels like, oh yeah, I think I'm amazing. When go on, tell us <laughs> all the bad things about yourself. Becca. Go on. <laughs> but, and so, but you also can't tell all the bad things because then they're not going to hire you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I always feel like such a fraud. Like you were saying, you've got to put on a face and sort of, you know, I'm super this and super that, but actually, it would be fun to just be like, well, actually. <laughs> I do know what you mean, because like, one of my like, biggest pet peeves is people who like humble brag. Yeah. Like, that, like, that uh, yeah. really gets on my humble nerves. Like, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of did this, and it's actually pretty amazing. Like, yeah. I hate that. But <laughs> it's like, like in, in a job interview, that's kind of what you have to do. You have to, you just have but to. But yeah, I don't have to be, you can't come off cocky, so you've got to find this like perfect. It's a really way. hard balance to get. It's I, always easy I to accidentally talk learned another language by accident. Yeah. By accident. It just happened one day. Although mind you, there was this guy, this is a real story. He was like 18 and did like six months study abroad in China. He came back home to the UK, got hit by a car and like had really oh, bad yeah. brain damage, woke what? up and could only speak Mandarin. He completely That's forgot amazing. English and was fluent in Mandarin because like his your brain just collects all those things he's yeah, heard. Yeah. I mean he couldn't speak it before, but then it just switched. So I mean you never know. Maybe that's, that is what happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I woke up and they were like, English. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh no, I can only sing. <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> what about you? That was Joe? me attempting to sing like you, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> you were much better. <laughs> uh, what about you, Joe? How would you answer the question? Well, I think I think like I I know enough I know the game enough to mm-hmm. like I know what they're looking for. So you're just gonna say what they're looking but for. But how do you, how yeah. would you answer without pleasing someone? How do you actually do it honestly? <laughs> Be authentic. Well, this and this is we've kind of had this discussion. What is authenticity and things like that? And I mean, it, it, you have to then take this away from the job interview because obviously you're trying to sell yourself. Yeah. Now, if you're asking, so tell me about yourself, like on a like a first day or well even then you're trying to sell yourself yeah. aren't you yeah. like oh, my palms are sweaty <laughs> <laughs> I really like my mom's spaghetti <laughs> and I can only sing <laughs> <laughs> I had a 
stroke last week and not quite recovered. I'm loving the musical kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Howdy's <laughs> the Musical. Um, I've, well, this and this is the hard thing as well, is the way if we were to go around and, and describe like how we see each other. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, we just witnessed there with Stella and Jonah. Mm-hmm. Jonah. 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 Yeah, you are co-host now. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the Jonah show. Yeah. It's also like the new variant of COVID. But there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, please, heaven, no. <laughs> but like, um, if, if we were to go around and like, like sorry like we just saw with, with Stella like she was like I don't know what to say about myself I don't feel like I've done much and John was like right on there because the way we see Stella is she is this incredibly funny talented and we see a, a confidence to her that she might not recognize but she can present and and again just someone who is our social media manager at 18 and you know knows these things and is very clever and so on and so on we could give a list of other things about Stella but chances are like based on what you were saying, you might struggle to get that because of this imposter syndrome yeah. that is very prevalent in, in millennials and Gen Z and things like that. Because it's going to make me cry. <laughs> as long as you sing it, it's all right. Because <laughs> it make me cry. <laughs> Can we auto-tune this? <laughs> Please do, my voice is terrible. Uh, well, actually, that's, that's a good point because I, I heard something really interesting just yesterday, actually. It was on the... Well, it was on, the, it was on TikTok, but it was from the... I can't remember what the podcast is called, but the guy's called Steve and he runs it. He's on the Dragon's Den. He's like the new young guy. Oh, okay, cool. Um, anyway, he's talking about what it means to believe in yourself. Mm. And he's saying with any belief, for you to actually believe it, you have to have had evidence in it. Mm. And so he's, he used the example, it's quite a dramatic example, that say, for example, a hostage took your mom and put a gun to her head and said, you need to believe that I am Jesus Christ. You would, you would, you would, Where is this going? No, no, you, you stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. You would say yes, just to say, just to appease him and yeah. say, yeah, I believe you, Jesus Christ, because you're trying to save your mother, but you wouldn't actually believe, believe it. it. You yeah. would say it because you have no evidence that he is, in fact, Jesus Christ. He's just a random man. The second coming is not what I imagined. <laughs> and for you to believe in yourself, you have to have evidence that you can you know, do whatever you're trying to achieve. Otherwise, you just have hope in yourself. It's not an actual belief. And so, you know, you're talking about yourself, you know, like, you know, I can't describe, you know, what I'm like or your achievements and stuff because you don't believe in yourself just yet. Whereas like Joe and I and Becca, we have evidence that, yeah, you've done this and that and we've seen (laughs) you like this. This is our evidence. Of course, we believe in Stella. Mm -hmm, But because you haven't experienced the same evidence that we have, because you've got a different perspective, you haven't got the belief in yourself. You maybe just hope for yourself. So As that was, I was like sat in the bus watching it. I was like, I can't do this right now. <laughs> I don't believe in myself. You just yell it out. Yeah. I think when we're living our lives, it just becomes like natural. Like, oh, this is my life. It doesn't seem like a big deal when mm-hmm. you achieve things. So that's why like it's hard to believe in yourself and to say good things about yourself. And actually, that's even something I did in therapy. Because <laughs> it's hard when you don't believe in yourself for other people to, like, you know, when you downgrade yourself all the time for people to be mm-hmm. like, all the time that having to validate you you know mm. but yeah i think it's just it's, it becomes natural and we don't see when the good things happen and we're like oh my gosh i just did that or mm. i just you know witnessed that I, yeah i feel like we're also wired to like see the negative aren't we exactly. and so we ignore all the good things mm-hmm. and the achievements and positive stuff um for ourselves <laughs> and look at all the negative stuff for ourselves and then we see other people's good stuff right and so 
and we compare it, and we compare so much yeah it's so true mm. so yeah it's hard it is hard though isn't it to shift to that like oh celebrate my positives <laughs> and social media ruins that a little bit because mm. everyone just showcasts just the good things and then you're like i'm a failure yeah. <laughs> like what am i doing with my life you know because, because you're seeing other people's evidence exactly and in, them more yeah. than in yourself. yourself and you're like why how come these people they're like 21 they have a lot of money they're traveling the world and i'm here working a nine to five having existential crises every day you know mm. but we don't see their their existential crisis. crisis exactly yeah, exactly yeah. i think uh just to kind of go on with that it takes like i think you have to you have to do something three times positively to outweigh the negative oh. <clears throat> so like this is why like positive affirmations are powerful mm-hmm. and stuff and you have to be good at them mm-hmm. do you remember yeah. didn't we, when we said we'd do them we lasted like one day yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> I love good times that was a good day that was a good day but New like something that like a counselor said to me once is like at night like before you go to bed write down the good things that you did that day mm-hmm. and again that's just another way of giving yourself evidence and training your brain to recognize it yeah as mm-hmm. well because i i think we there's a pendulum to everything isn't there and what gen, uh, generally we try to avoid is being prideful and bring being like that person that brags all the time yeah. and usually the person who's bragging all the time is actually very self-conscious yeah. and he's doing that to, so to give compensate. evidence and compensate yeah exactly absolutely yeah you would know wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's change the subject just kidding just kidding let's change the subject <laughs> the reason we're here, Joe, is actually for intervention. You just yeah. need to let you know. Closes the laptop, Smart takes time. the camera and microphone. Dramatic pause. <laughs> oh, my days. So how do you feel about the phrase, find yourself? How do you feel about that phrase? How am I going to find something that I don't know what I'm looking for? That's yes. my point. That's so true. Yeah. I, just, I, I don't never, know who I am. Why do people go traveling to find yourself? <laughs> I was literally just thinking that when you said that. I was like, there's people who I'm like, Chinese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what, what do you... Sorry, go on, John. Yeah. <laughs> you were very Tell passionate Tell about that. Just sorry? Now. You were very passionate about yeah. that. Well, it's just <laughs> like, well, I found out that I'm from China. And you're like, no, you grew up in Middlesbrough. Do you know what I mean? Like, just... Sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, I feel because if you went on like you know holiday to go find yourself, you don't just you have a good time, but it wouldn't change who you are. I like the beach. Yeah, I, <laughs> I already knew I that. Feel there's, a, there's, a, there's a different thing. Like I think it's more towards like making yourself. Like when you travel, you meet new people, mm-hmm. you meet different cultures, different traditions, different colors, different food. So it helps you to build like that your character and mm-hmm. your tastes and your likes. So I think. Traveling is a good way of making yourself, not finding yourself. Like I went to, to India and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm Indian. No, but you, you meet people and you're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. It's like Indian blokes like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I think it's more towards like, it helps you make, make yourself. I think okay. that's more yeah. towards making than finding. Mm. It gives you pieces to build your little personality tower. <laughs> your little Lego. Self. Yeah, your little Lego, <laughs> Lego of your personality. <laughs> so brittle. <laughs> what do you think Becca what do you think of the phrase yeah it's an interesting one because like I guess like I'm guilty of using that phrase like finding yourself and I'm not trying to make anyone feel any bad I do any any bad (laughs) (laughs) I'm still trying to find my grammar (laughs) um but you're right it's sort of like I liked what you said about like um how do you know what to find it you know because you don't know what you're looking for sort of thing I felt like, oh yeah, I'll move to London, I'll find myself. And like, oh, yeah. I'm still so looking. Half the people here. <laughs> still 
I thought when I first moved here, it's like, I'll find myself in London. Like, I don't know where I'm hiding, but I'm not going myself. <laughs> I don't know where she is. I have and traps to run London. Am I in well? It's on one kind of girl? Yeah, on two kind of girl? Or oh, hopefully not zone Hiding five, in like kind of. zone six somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, so it is so much more about creating yourself. And I think actually that is also a lesson I've learned in my 20s, you know, back to that question. Mm. But, um, you know, that we, we can make things happen rather than sort of just like, I don't know, that there's already something there that you are already this person and you have to yeah. discover who that is. It's more like you can create who you want to be sort of thing through, yeah. I don't know, creating opportunities or pursuing things that you want to pursue. And I think that's yeah. very similar to like New Year's resolutions. Like yeah. when you move to a new country, you're like, now I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. Like yeah. you can't change personality traits that are already yours. You know, so it's not because you're moving to a different place or a new year started and you're like, okay, now I'm going to shift 300, well, 260, no, but 180, and I'm going to be this completely different person, you know? <laughs> yeah. 50, 360. Damn, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> right back where I started. 180. But yeah, I feel that's just, I hate new year's resolutions as well because everyone's just like expected to build a completely different person and you're like, I, I can't. I'm shifting one thing at a time. One you degree know? at a time. Yeah. 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 That is that is actually really good. Um. Oh, I actually had a question for you, Stella. Yeah, tell me. And I, <laughs> can, we, can we do this outside? <laughs> In private, please. Who the heck do you think you are? <laughs> Coming on our Come show. Saying these awful things. Um. So, as the person who is speaking another tongue, that is mm-hmm. not the mother tongue. Yeah. Do you feel like in English you are a different... Why are you laughing at that? Just the way you say You sort of say, speak another language, like another tongue. Other way I think you're mother tongue. It's just very specific. Formal. Yeah, very formal. formal way that you no, said no, it all. That, that, that's valid. You can be. Tell me, Joe. I just thought you saw, I saw you chuckled. I was in a laugh. I was just a chuckle. <laughs> Keep, proceed. Keep There's on. a lot of passion behind you this know question. What, <laughs> Maybe you can make yourself a nicer person. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, do you feel like you, you're a slightly different person or a completely different person in English? Totally. Mm. I feel like in Portuguese... Ooh, I want to know what you're like in Portuguese. Oh, just see me around my family and my friends. Like, it's hard. <laughs> your real friends. <laughs> <laughs> my Brazilian friends, Joe. You're, you're a drama queen. You're like always trying to bring the drama to the show. <laughs> I love it. You're always trying to point yeah. fingers. But, controversy. Uh, controversy. Yeah. But I feel like in Portuguese, it's easier for me to make jokes. Sure. So in Portuguese, I'm starting now in English as well, but in Portuguese, I'm very funny. And <laughs> I just make jokes all the time. And that's how I made friends, you yeah, know, because yeah, I was a very yeah. awkward person. I was a very awkward teenager. So the way I made friends was by being funny. Sure. So I think yeah. that's... Well, welcome to my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much, it was pretty much my personality was making jokes, being funny. And that's how I got friends. And then I suddenly moved to England. And I didn't understand the humor. I didn't even understand the accent. Mm. And then I was like, now I just sound like a weird American trying to speak with a British accent. So I stuck with my American <laughs> accent. And then I'm like, okay, I don't know how to be funny. I don't know how to make friends. So the first six months was very hard because I didn't have any friends. But then it got easier, you know, like taking like the humor and the expressions. The Yeah, it, it became easier. I'm mm. getting there to being closer to my Brazilian Self? Original personality. Yeah, but yeah. still, it's not it's not the same. Mm. How about you, Jonah? Because your girlfriend is uh, Filipina. Filipino, mm-hmm. sorry. You just say Filipino, don't you? Uh, if you're an English speaker, yeah. Okay, but if you 
but like it's it's like Filipina because she's a girl. Yeah, so, oh, so I was right. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. But uh, like English speakers would just say Filipino yeah. for all. Sure, but okay. Well, I, <laughs> right. okay, I was right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, you, okay. you were right. That's why you went back and I was like, well, you, you can, you're not yeah. wrong, but you were right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Welcome to my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. You were right. You know, now you're now you're wrong. Now, now you're just wrong. No. Uh, so she's Filipina, and yeah. you speak with her every night and stuff. Yeah. Do you feel like you're all, like a different person when you speak? Tagalog with her. I think when... Because you're very loud in like a... <laughs> honestly. In the cook, she, Record it sometimes. I'm, I'm trying to sleep. I'm trying to sleep. Do you know what I mean? Like, honestly. But, you're like... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But you're a lot more like expressive kind of thing. Whereas like... I mean, you're a very loud person in English as well as we experienced. You think I'm loud in Tagalog? But you are... Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're a lot more kind of expressive but i don't i don't understand yeah. what you're saying I mean, she could it, be like and then i ate one chicken nugget <laughs> <laughs> well you're not wrong with what i'm saying but <laughs> you're not wrong you're not right, you're not right. But I, well i mean tagalog is a more energetic language anyway yeah. so i feel yeah. like that's where it just naturally comes out but i i do agree it's taken me a lot of time to put my english personality into my like tagalog personality yeah. as mm. well yeah. like before like that was a struggle like mm. i mean Maybe on their side they want because I don't know. I feel like you've got a very great personality. Yeah, and we think you're yes. super funny so I, as well. I'm That's why I'm like, I can't imagine like you're so different in Portuguese. In Portuguese, I'm getting there. But obviously, because yeah. you know yourself the best, you mm -hmm. know what you're naturally like in English. So it's mm -hmm. like, mm. but I that I feel like I'm definitely that now because mm. I've been speaking it for like four or five years now. No, like six because I've been home for about four years. So. Oh, okay, all right. So yeah, after six years, I've gotten to that point, but you know, it took a while to, mm. to do that. So what about you in like Italian? Yeah, well, in Italian, again, you if you want to be heard, you have to yeah, be you have loud. To speak. You have to speak, you and you have you to can't mumble. You got to be like. Nah. You have to out, like, be louder yeah. than the next person because otherwise yeah. they'll not let you speak. Exactly. And you know, again, the, the jokes are like, you'd say something like, not outrageous, but like, you have to be kind of loud about it and stuff. And it's like a bit more like impactful kind of thing. Yeah. I think the hardest thing is was because sometimes like jokes don't translate into other languages. Yeah. That's and so point. you have to like learn how to be funny again. You can't be as sarcastic no. in Italian. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, that's, that was frustrating. It's like, there'd be funny things like, I said something to be hilarious, but I said to garlic, it's like, what? Writing an and email to, to me. Well. <laughs> I feel like, for example, Portuguese is a very like intonation. So we, our sentences are not flat. So for example, I'm speaking in the in the same tone. Mm. In Portuguese, we have a lot of intonations and sometimes that's what makes jokes funny or yeah. sentences funny or even like Portuguese is a very informal language. Mm. So you can make jokes by not speaking properly mm. and that's harder to do in English. So the, the way I would make jokes in Portuguese is completely different mm. than the ways wow. I make jokes in English. So yeah. I had to learn how other people make mm. jokes so I could like kind of get in there as well, learn like mm. the... Uh, the slangs and stuff. So that's a whole process. Like it's literally building your mm. humor again. Yeah. But like, so like Becca, you're from Northern Ireland. Mm -hmm. You're kind of like a, it's a fairly big town, but it's like a, yeah. a beach town kind of mm -hmm. thing. And you're now living in London. Do you feel like there's a London Becca and then there's like a, a banger beggar, a banger <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Your head has helped your personality. <laughs> 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 
Boy, it's been quite free, but now I'm quite sheltered. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, I do. I do know what you're saying, though. Um, <laughs> Banger Becca. Banger Becca. London Becca. London Becca. Um, Especially because like the humor, like English humor, yeah. and Irish humor is so different. Like, do you feel like you had to like change, or were you just like, no, it's fine. I'm just I do. Myself. I do feel like I like. I definitely sort of watered down my accent a bit here. <laughs> I don't know if it sounds like I love that. Your accent, though. <laughs> but when I go home um, to visit, I definitely get more Northern Irish and. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I am a bit different and just maybe a bit more like I don't know jokey you're, you're and, and, <laughs> and I think as well in Northern Ireland the humour comes a lot from just making fun of each other yeah uh, maybe that's a, like a British thing as well but um, I think it's a different level it's a different level I think like people just slit each other like they're yeah. just like the way like you'll roast each other it's yeah. like here's like oh that's so harsh I know <laughs> and I think being away from that actually and you're my while, therapist <laughs> <laughs> talk about you in therapy (laughs) but being away from that actually for quite a while now going back to it sometimes i'm a bit like oh and i have to just pretend that i'm okay with it (laughs) just laugh i'm like yeah that's fine um but yeah the the humor is a bit different and my accent definitely gets stronger Mm. you know that's interesting it's so i guess i and stuff like that yeah yeah sure so it is your man your man yeah your man i love your man like <laughs> the <My> phrase <laughs> i love your man <laughs> that's right forever to work that out as well oh, like, very you, really? you, you say that like well, do you want to do you want to express oh yeah explain it you explain it, yeah. oh yeah so you would just say like oh like your man down the road just meaning like the guy that you just spoke to or something I, it's not like you're not actually related yeah. or in a yeah. relationship like, with... you say that in england it means like either like your partner or like someone like you're very close to it, or like if you're like a big fan of like a celebrity, like oh your man, whoever. <laughs> but yeah. like so when I would hear people say, that, I'm just like, what? I, I don't care that how much. Like it's not that big a deal. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. it really, it's just a, a small thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's really casual, like your man yeah. or your woman down the road kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so it's just a, it's another way of saying like, like who, 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 who's he called or whatever. Like oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyway, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> so yeah, that confuses people. Something nice yeah. to know. Yeah. So, we. So, I, I, do you feel like people? What? What are you laughing? At? <laughs> I just said you really, really had to get the sentence. Sorry, I'm making. I'm laughing a lot. I'm laughing with you, Joe, <laughs> and everything that you say. This is not a laugh. Too well in Northern Ireland, you were. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that. Can't get you words out, Joe. No. Be careful. He's going to talk about you in therapy. I know. <laughs> when I was in Northern Ireland, like under visit and stuff, like. I, people didn't find me nearly as funny and I'd be like a little bit sad about it every time. <laughs> like, Who am I if I'm not And it would I have to like get you have to get used to like making mm-hmm. fun of people to mm-hmm. to really rip to into in. them and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you find it hard when people rip into you and you're just like trying not to take it personally? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I was like, it no, I can take hard, can, yeah, like, <laughs> I can take I, a joke. Well our family we make fun of each other. Yeah. But there's like a different level there. Yeah. It's just like, oh that, that's like my deepest, darkest, like, Aww. thing I'm self-conscious about. But thanks, all right. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Bishop. <laughs> um, so do you believe then, because we're talking about making ourselves now, mm. I kind of expressed again, like, how finding is actually just another synonym in this case for making. Yeah. And giving yourself experiences allows you to to reinvent and kind of refresh and, and, and take opportunities. Mm-hmm. Do you believe then that ultimately people can change? Or do you think that there is this kind of core Jonah, core Stella, core Becca 
or beggar. Beggar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 100% believe anybody can do a, a 180 and hopefully not a 360. <laughs> no, <it's> not. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely... A 720. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes you do that, though, right? Yeah, you go back and yeah, yeah, But yeah, I, I definitely believe you can do a 180. I don't think anybody has a core that can't be changed. And I feel like as well, because you choose the attributes, you think, you know, if you relax, it's like, well, I can choose myself to change to become that. Mm. And then sometimes you have experiences that make you change as well. So mm. I don't think anybody is set in one. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think I believe people can change habits. I think habits can be changed. Um, things you like opinions can change, but I think some personality traits can be, um, masked or like uplifted. Like, I don't think personality can be shifted completely. You know, I think mm. we build our personality since we're children. So I think it's hard after a while. You're just like, okay, I don't like being this anymore. I'm going to be that. You know, I think that's a harder process. I'm not sure if you can or can't, but I think it's harder to change your personality in that sense. I think you can mask a few things and uplift a few things. I've done it my whole life, but <laughs> um, I think you can change habits and opinions and, um, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think you have to remember as well as you, you should never expect and wait around for someone to change because they have to make that decision themselves. themselves. But exactly. It is possible, but kind of don't hold your breath for people to always do that or mm. expect them to be doing that. Mm. So yeah. let them do their thing. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a mixture. I, I mean, I definitely agree like people can change and, but I, I think there's things that are harder to change than others. Mm-hmm. Like you sort of tapped into that a little bit, but um yeah, like even just habits, you can change habits, but some obviously are just harder than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, personality, I think there are core parts of us that um, are just us, maybe. I don't, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I think like we're inclined towards certain things naturally. Um, yeah. And there's other things that we can sort of choose to, to be, you know, we want to become this or that. And so we do what we need to do to get there. And I think we can absolutely achieve those things. Yeah. <laughs> like just an example, like, Last year, I had a big, like, crisis because <laughs> my whole life, I have always been, like, the good girl. Mm-hmm. And I hated that when uh, my family was talking about, like, all my siblings and stuff, everyone would always refer to me as, oh, so that is the good girl. She never gives us any trouble. And at some point, I was like, I don't want to be the good girl anymore. I want to be <laughs> yeah. someone else. You know, I don't want to be... Did you kill Celine Dion? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that, no. We don't talk no, about no, Bruno. <laughs> but, um... Welcome back like to the, <laughs> to the true, crime true crime broadcast. <laughs> Let's not go back to that. But I feel like I tried to deny myself a lot last year. I was like, I don't want to be the good girl anymore. I want to be someone else. I want to be known by being something different. But ultim- ultimately, I couldn't. That's just who I am. I like to be nice. I like to help people. It's just who I am. No matter how much I tried to change that, I couldn't. You know, it's just trying to deny my nature. Mm. So I feel like there's this as well. Like sometimes we don't like things about ourselves, like personality traits, but that's just who we are, mm. you know? Mm. And it's, maybe I could have changed, but I, oh, in the end I was like, this is me. Why do I want to change? You know? Well, do, like, so taking that, I mean, you know, you <laughs> like you were, I don't want to be the good girl. So now I'm going to, now I'm going to like push an old lady down the stairs. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> I just, been there, been there. I just so, didn't want to, I have to say yes for everything, you know. I was okay. the kind of I was a people pleaser. Right. So every well, time, well, like, I think there's one thing like being nice, and, and then there's another a, thing yeah. being a people pleaser. So I changed a lot in the sense I'm not gonna say yes to everything anymore. Like 
if even if I don't want to do it, it's against everything that I believe. I'm not gonna say, okay, I'm not feeling like it, but I'm gonna do it. But still, I wanted to be. I tried to be the rebel. You know, I tried to be like. They would say A, I would say B. They would want to do this, I would completely disagree because I was like, I d didn't know how to regulate that. I went yeah. completely like mm -hmm. out of the rails, like I don't want to be like this anymore. But then I just learned how to like regulate that, like I don't have to be a people pleaser. But mm. th that doesn't mean that I can't be nice. Yes. you know, I can still be me mm. without having to please everyone and, and it's without putting boundaries. Exactly. Yourself, right? So that's I think that my biggest lesson from 2021 was not being a people pleaser. Oh, that's a good lesson. Yeah, that's a good lesson. <laughs> Still there sometimes, but yeah, I, I need to talk to you outside about that. Some <laughs> <laughs> ideas. <laughs> I guess then, what would be your biggest advice in making yourself? I thought well, we thought one good way to end the podcast is if we can go around and maybe mention one thing in our lives we've done to to make ourselves a piece. <laughs> Why of... did you put the air quotations? <laughs> I know... I've, I've not made it. I've not made it. I know. <laughs> well, I know. I know. We're recording on a video as well, oh. but like it is a podcast. No one's gonna see. <laughs> I just do one thing that I've made it. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um... Nobody. Nobody believes that, don't. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> you don't need to clarify that. Yeah. It goes back and forth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that we've done to make ourselves add in a piece of advice in going forward and maybe start with Joe. <laughs> my my best piece of advice and to, because me and Jonah moved down to London a year and a half ago now mm -hmm. and something that has helped me make myself has been surrounding myself with really good people yourselves included you know, like, sorry. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> the way I said it is like as if I didn't insinuate them the first time. But I was going to say, like, 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 for example, present company. That's what I wanted to say. Um, because when you surround yourselves with good people, they are inspirational and they show the habits mm -hmm. that you should take. And I, I agree. I think, I think that, I think it's hard to. I think there's, there's, in terms of a core, there are good things about us that are core and there are bad things about us that are core. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's hard to change the good things about us. Um, it can be done with external influences. But if we're, I think we can definitely change the, the bad core things about mm -hmm. us. And <clears throat> seeing the habits of others who are good people is a really good way of inspiring and motivating you to make those changes. And then eventually you can see the evidence of, you know, who you are. And so, for example, Jonah got up at 7.30 this morning to go to the gym or traveled 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Wow. yeah to go to the gym. I admire you. Yeah. <laughs> he's just I like, could no. never. Yeah. It's and, fine. And, and so with Jonah, we can mm. say he's got evidence that one, he uh, he's healthy. You know, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's disciplined, like on a Saturday. And, and, uh, that was, yeah, that was, exactly. And then two, he's got discipline for the things that he wants. He's got discipline and motivation. Yeah. And again, like I have been going to the gym more because Jonah goes to the gym mm. because he's much bigger than him, than I am. And I am his older brother. <laughs> and one day he might kill me. <laughs> and I need to defend myself. <laughs> Growing up with siblings is a blessing in some yeah. in some ways because you see. Joe's like, yes, I am a blessing. <laughs> and not just with I older siblings, child. but older younger siblings younger. as well. <laughs> because um, I do things that my older siblings don't, and they tell me like, "Oh my gosh, I admire you because you yeah. do this and that." Mm -hmm. And I look up to my siblings like. I learned my uh, learn my siblings. I learned English because of my siblings. Like they would speak English when they didn't want me to understand, 
and I was angry. So proved I'm wrong. I proved them wrong. I learned English. Or I started dancing because my sister used to watch with me. With the, she would spend like two hours with me watching The Phantom of the Opera. And I loved how Christine could dance. So I became a dancer. So I think siblings always help you mm. kind of like find things that you like about yourself. Mm. Yeah, that's just something mm. that I... So get siblings if you don't. <laughs> <have> <laughs> if you don't have just any yeah, point on what you say about, about, about Joe. But before we move on from Joe, what is what is one thing in your life that's made you then? That's made me. Yeah. Actually, that was it. Kind of links to a question I was going to ask, like a, a moment and stuff. I think the, taking opportunities and and to go back to like an up like <laughs> a significant opportunity when I was younger is in drama. <laughs> Jonah's laughing at me. <laughs> I love these stories. Oh, God. There was this, there was this like uh, opportunity for our class to perform in front of the whole school. And I look back at it now because it's it's really cringy what I did, <laughs> but I didn't realize at the time. Um, like this, this, your this, this little play about this reporter going to the birth of Jesus, right? And and she gave us a bunch of lines, and I I put my heart and soul into it, and everybody like clapped at the end, and I was like, wow. it was the first time that I felt good at something naturally. Wow. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that that started my career in drama for five years, and then I quit after school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but like, but it also kind of helped me believe that actually I can I can be quite expressive in this particular way, and like since coming to London, I've focused on that a lot more the stand-up and podcasts etc and that has really helped me to feel like this is a core part of my personality this is a part of my personality part of myself that i really enjoy and it helps build confidence and mm-hmm. avoid things like anxiety and, and mm-hmm. gives you a grounding of something that really boosts you know serotonin dopamine and and helps your mental health Absolutely. so that was a you know, again just another piece of advice is is take the opportunities if you fail great like yeah. really good because it builds you it, no, it, it no, can no, become no. part of you <laughs> learning opportunities every time you yeah. make a mistake you already know what not to do yeah. you, so want, you, you want yeah, to you fail well I've got a long list of those yeah. <laughs> but you Same, want but... you want to fail like if you don't yeah. fail you are missing out on a huge part of life and, and it can make you feel kind of empty like yeah. not yeah. yeah but like and I'm not saying that failure is easy and stuff like that but it's changing the perspective of failure and yeah. And also really realizing that failure is very much stepping stones to success. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What about you, Becca? One thing yeah. that's made you in a piece of advice. Oh, two things, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's two, too many. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to be on the podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that's made me, well, I mean, I just, like, I agree so much with what you were saying, Joe, about, like, you know, taking those opportunities. And mm-hmm. I think that's something um, I've been trying to do a little bit more because, there's been so many times where I like would avoid things because I'm afraid to do it or afraid of the failure. Mm. Um, but actually, like you were saying, it's only through the failure that really we grow and we learn. And so, yeah, just like, I guess, pushing yourself um, to do those scary things. Um, but also just trying loads of things. And I feel like, mm. you know, in my 20s, I've lived so many different places. I've tried different careers and things like that and different jobs and um like I still feel like I don't know you know where I'm going or what I'm doing or whatever but um I think that's all part of the process right mm, at least that's absolutely. what I tell myself yeah. <laughs> um but ju- yeah just trying things to discover like what you are good at um things that you might not realize that you um that you liked or could be good at 
um, come out of that I think and so it's just really important to just try loads of things yeah <laughs> um, so I guess that's yeah something looking back is is making me I wouldn't say made has made me but you know is making me but trying different things and just trying to push yourself to, to do scary things <laughs> so yeah can you think of a specific moment that's made you where you try something new um yeah <laughs> um I I moved to China uh, back in like 2015 I think and um I guess that that was a really big thing for me because I I was doing some I was in like this foreign country I'd never been to like it was really did you find scary. out that you were Chinese look at banger banger and I I went there to teach but I had never been a teacher before and so I yeah, it was just like, a, it was scary, but it was exciting. But yeah, it was really quite like a scary thing for me to do because yeah, it was like this whole new experience. And I remember the first day um, of teaching and I had prepared everything and I was ready and the, the class lined up outside my room. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, like, I am about to go feeling. out there and pretend to be a teacher, basically. Yeah. Like that's how I felt. I wasn't, you know, I had done the qualification I needed to do it, but I wasn't like a qualified teacher as such, like in the UK or anything. Um, So it was really a scary moment, but I think um, standing up there in front of them and doing it, and it felt like pretending, I felt like an imposter at first. Um, You get used to it, and I guess it's the kind of like fake it till you make it thing, I suppose, comes into it a lot, doesn't it? Um, Where eventually, you know, it feels more natural and stuff, but I think that was a, yeah. How did they find listening to your Northern Irish accents? Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was really conscious of it. So I think I neutralized my accent quite a lot Mm -hmm. because because I was teaching them English. I was really conscious of, you know, I remember teaching them the phrase, how are you? (laughs) And those are like both really Northern Irish. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) Um, Because I was so conscious of it, I changed it to like, how are you? You? How do you do it? You? You? How do you do it? I don't like, even know. Relearn how to speak. Yeah, so so I kind of afforded them learning the Northern Irish accent mm. for their sakes. That's a shame. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, Chinese kids Northern Irish. Yeah. Northern Irish accent. So cute. Why yeah. oh, are you? Hey. Where's your man? Man. <laughs> so it is. Let's all go to Boojum. <laughs> they go home to the mom. Are you well, mom? Are you well? Are you well? Are you well, mom? Well, I so am. I so am. I am. Hi. Uh, what about you, Stella? What's a uh, piece of advice in a moment that's made you? Um, I think I was listening to Becca say, and just this moment pop- popped up in my head. I think when I was like 11, my mom signed me up to do like jazz classes, like jazz dance classes. And I hated it because I was a ballerina. I had been a ballerina for most of my life. And ballet is a very stiff kind of dance. And jazz is very like loose and... It was very hard for me. I remember I cried every time before going into class and I, I wanted to quit, but my mom never let me because that's what parents are for. And then <laughs> I remember I would arrive like 30 minutes earlier to my class and practice like the routines because I hated feeling like, like making a fool of myself in front of everyone. And then my teacher, he started to notice that I would arrive 30 minutes before and he started to arrive earlier as well to be there and help me. He wasn't getting paid for that, but That's really nice he arrived thing. and yeah. started to help me. And after that, like I was a very shy person before. I wouldn't talk to anyone. I didn't have a lot of friends, but 
because I kept on going and I, I didn't quit. It was hard. I hated it. But then I learned to love it. And that made me be like such an outgoing person afterwards. I learned how to be more loose and how to, you know, like put myself out there. And that led me to become a dance teacher and choreograph. And I had my work done like in a stage in front of like hundreds of people. And then when I looked, like I was 16 when I had my students go on stage and dance something that I had choreographed. And I was like, wow, I did this, you know, all because mm. of that moment that happened before. So I would just say, like, I know it's hard. But it's not I'm not trying to sound like toxic positive positivity or anything, but it's hard, but just sometimes allow yourself more time to mm. learn a new thing, to endure a little bit more, because who knows, maybe you could learn to love it, it could change you. Mm. I like that. I'd probably say a moment was when I was like 14 and I started taking acting classes. Mm. That was a big step, because I was so, kind of like you, like I was mm-hmm. really, I mean, no one, <laughs> it was a thing I did my own, my parents didn't make me go. <laughs> um, but I was like super, super scared of starting, like very, very shy. And my teacher, I've spoken about him before on the podcast, but he was a very, very scary person. (laughs) And he would constantly yell and tell, like, if you did something wrong or, like, it just wasn't a good performance, he would completely say, all right, that that was awful. And tell you, this, this, this is awful. I had a teacher like that in dancing And just super straight to the point. He'd fit in very well in Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, and, like, especially when you're a teenager, it's so hard to take. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's not everyone's, you know, things. People don't want to be taught the way. But for me, it does work. Like, that's how I learn, unfortunately, um, is, you know, being told, like, very clearly that this is wrong and this is wrong you've got to change that and like having that fear to make you change and learn mm-hmm. uh, and then my one piece of advice going on from that would just be be more open to listening to critique not you know mm-hmm. harsh criticism you know there's there's the difference between someone being rude and someone trying to help you but listen when someone gives you advice and tells you that something is wrong because even you know it's just an opinion just listen to it you can take what you want from it and stuff you don't have to take it so sensitively you know like as english souls <laughs> very <laughs> sensitive people but yeah you know you can cherry pick people's opinions to find out what you like and what fits for you yeah that would be something to mm. my advice that's good advice thank you guys thank you for coming on yeah. good time guys yeah, yeah, good time. Yeah, yeah. please fun. please yeah. come on again please yeah. do actually no yeah. <laughs> we don't want you back, we don't want you back. <laughs> Uh, this is the part of the podcast where we like to vent, scream, and cry about the things that really annoy us, really get on our nerves, things that grind our gears. So, Becca, because this is your first time, what is something... <laughs> i got to talk again. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat coming off your forehead. What is something that really gets on your nerves, something that really bothers you? Um, okay. So I'm a primary school teacher. Children. <laughs> and, Children. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for joining us. All right, Emma. Um, <laughs> and so, I agree. Can conquer. Let's move on. <laughs> Someone needed to say it. Best teachers. <laughs> Someone needed to say it. Finally. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. I apologize. Um, so yeah, this is on my mind because obviously I've been working this week and everything, but. Mm. Um, love the kids they are so great <laughs> but having 30 of them all at once in one class they're all five to six year olds and um it, it can be very stressful mm. um there's a lot of good times they say a lot of funny things and, and it's cute but they do this thing when they come in from break where they're all like up at me all at once being like this person did this or i want this or um like it's my mom's birthday today and they like, just tell me all this like <laughs> random <Nobody> stuff <laughs> when i'm 
like cha cha. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be. Your mum's a like freaking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It'll be right, like right in the middle of a lesson as well. That's the other thing. It's my mum's. You know, I'm like. Well, hopefully, it's the last one. <laughs> Jonah. <laughs> 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 Where did that come from? The stress levels Next are high. Level. <laughs> this is why I'm not a teacher. <laughs> yeah, you'd be bored. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It's when they're all like up at you telling you the most random stuff or stuff that just, yeah, it obviously is important to them. But <laughs> for me, when I'm trying to organize the lesson and, you know, yeah. get everything ready and they're all like, like 10 kids up at me at once, it's very frustrating. There's but yeah, a, it's funny as well. There's a bloke on TikTok who, um, so it went dead open then but <laughs> there's a guy on TikTok who who was a primary school teacher in the US mm. and he like reenacts what they they do kind of thing and he's like pretending to be his kid and he's like why are you out and he's like I've got sand in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> like pulls it out and pulls it on the floor <laughs> and the teacher's like why <laughs> I can relate yeah. so, so much to that. Like, so much. Stands up as like psychopath. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's just the most random things that they come up with. Honestly, <laughs> I think it might be the same guy because I've seen yeah. another primary school teacher mm-hmm. in the US, and he's like teaching the class, and the kid comes in, sits down. And he goes, oh, wait, I've got to wipe and walks out. And he's just there, like, all, like, shocked expression, like, why? Oh, credit to him for, like, owning up to it. (laughs) Accepting failure, going back and working on it. That's probably probably 180-degree kind of thing. All right, Jonah, uh, thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Where can people find us, Jonah? So if you'd like to keep up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HowDoYouSurviveYour20s, or you can send us an email at HowDoYouSurviveYour20s at gmail.com, or visit our website at HowDoYouSurviveYour20s.com. At www.at. Yeah. Who puts that in anymore? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so 90s. HTTPS. Colon. Slash. 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 The, the you, don't the wrong podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve to go on. You don't deserve to go on. Oh dear! Thank you so much, guys. We love you all. And listen to us in two weeks' time. See you then. Bye. 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 Bye.